It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Good evening. This is Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. This evening, our show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. Thank you so much for listening to our show every Saturday night at 10 p.m. At this moment, we were going to take just a few minutes to listen to our Pledge of Allegiance and take just a second for our prayer for our Marines that we just lost 13 of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, just take a second for that. A pledge of allegiance to the flag of America. I draw the puppet, Wilson stands, one listen, I'm a dog, and the visible, and liberty, and justice. Thank you to the Clark little kiddos that are amazing, and thank you to our producer for making sure that the children are participating on our show. This evening, we have an exciting evening to talk about. We have Courtney's here, Billy Mathis. Is, I'm sorry, Whoa. Billy Tatum. I'm sorry, Billy. I just you know, this Billy's <laughs> all get all, bills all canceled. And our most guys. important guest this evening is Roberto <laughs> Perez, our sponsor Yay. with Hello. Miller Title. He's going to be here and talk a little bit about small businesses, how they were holding through the uh, COVID. It looks like COVID is is always inside of everything. Courtney, how are you doing? I'm this great. Aren't you glad to have our boss here? Yes, super excited. Our boss, boss, boss man. I didn't know that, that title. Yeah, I didn't yes, know that. I he is Miller. Wine. He's the face of Miller. <laughs> Hi, Roberto. How are you? Thank hey you guys. for being here. I'm excited to be here again. It's been a long time. I've been so busy, but always, you know, keep in touch. So, listening to the show, having all these guests, wonderful people around us, helping out the community, right? Helping out the community. Hi, Billy. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm still thinking about last week's guest. She was a peach. Miss <laughs> Nan. Nan. With the um, um, vintage house. Vintage house downtown. Yes. The Carol pink house in Carrollton. I'm going to check it out. Still oh, it's amazing. There. It kind of reminded me of Mary Kay. And Mary Kay? Was it Mary Kay that yeah. had everything pink? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of reminded me. But the pink is it's a little bit stronger. But she was also so amazing to bring everybody a gift. Everybody the peach salsa wasn't a fave for me, but my wife loves dumping sugar in her salsa, so it worked out really well. We go to a Mexican <laughs> restaurant. She's like, will you bring two? And I'm like, yeah, she wants to dump sugar in it. So. <laughs> Our producer is wow, exchanging them for socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have exchanged the peach salsa for socks. <laughs> Did you get awesome. no-show socks, Mike? No? <laughs> He's those, not there those yet. Those long uh, tube socks <laughs> to your knees. <laughs> well, Courtney, you want to bring Roberto in and tell, well, let's talk a little bit yeah. about him and see about all the wonderful things that he's coming up with and Bring me in, court. Bring him on in. Well, Roberto, I know that you are owner of Miller Title at this time. Uh, Franchising? Yeah, equity partner. Equity partner. Franchisee. Okay. How's, how's business yeah. been going? And I know that we had the you as a guest. a little big for me right now. Okay. <laughs> we had you as a guest, what was it, yeah. probably six, seven months ago, and you talked to us about your journey and how you um, are a big uh, baker, chef, cooker what is the word what is the words i'm looking for yes and then you ended up getting into the title business and we were able to kind of get some insight on how important title companies are and what their role is and it's not just a random fee on a final closing statement so how's business been going for you uh well thanks Corey. i I appreciate you know the uh interest of having me here again it's um it's been great i actually been building up a lot of things Helping out a lot of, uh, you know, agents and lenders, different events, trying to bring people in. All about the real estate world in my end over here. But uh, business-wise, it's it's been busy, you know. Um, COVID has definitely given us a chance to create new ways to get stuff done. I'm yeah. sure you know about that, too. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I think that for the most part, you know, most people are open to that. And people are, you know, still like, I want to come in and sign and um you know do that the old school way but man i've been busy doing a lot of online and uh mobile closings and you know remote signings uh, yeah so yeah i, I, I wish calls. you know if any lenders out there listening to this i wish you guys uh can implement that more in on your end and i know it's kind of hard because all the legal terms and documents that you know they yeah. want to have signed but how man, does that they, work they with speed up how does that work with stuff. notary or witness stuff 
Yeah. So so now um, there's a new license or certification or um, issued by the state, which will give you the okay to to handle stuff like that online by okay. video or wow. te- telecommunication. As long as you have video, you can see the person. Yeah. Okay. And 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 even then, you know, before that, because I'm, you know, I've been doing this for almost twenty years now, but. Even then, there's there's ways to get it done. I mean, and I was able to do that because I read upon how you can acknowledge someone when they're not actually there. In uh, telecommunication, has always been yeah. around us. Like you know, even before all this came out, mm-hmm. we were able to do the FaceTime, mm-hmm. and you know, it just didn't come into effect. I guess into a, we all really adapted. Yeah, we did. Exactly. Yeah, we did for sure. And I think that's great because it's probably given. A lot of people uh, opportunities job wise and to be able to yes. um, facilitate, especially now with our market and how many closings there are and yeah. all the transactions like that probably takes a load off of so many plates just trying to manage schedules and get people where they need to be. Yeah. Stuff like yeah, that. So. I mean, and the downside, the downside to that is that, you know, you're you're giving away that job that someone was doing that one in the point office in the office. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, the man right through the biggest rush of it all, too, mm-hmm. had to adapt to this. So yeah. silver lining. <laughs> yeah. Was it? <laughs> it? It was it was pretty good. So, you know, I, I want to mention that through all this, you know, year and a half of chaos to me is chaos. But anyway, a whole different topic there. But anyway, so the, there's a lot of people that were against trying to adapt to that, man. And, yeah. And this it's you know, they were like, hey, uh this is a new way to do it because of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes people um, like in the industry, they just close minded, close minded. Yeah. 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 You know, so. right. Didn't um, want to compromise. My mother mm-hmm. had a refinance not too long ago and it was over the winter and it was freezing. And so mm-hmm. it was still COVID protocol where they wouldn't let people in. Oh, well, wow. so we had her in the backseat of our car. And Shoot. she was going through the documents. We were like doing like this whole circle thing. <laughs> That's kind of how I closed V because me and V closed. Uh, remember V guys? Yeah. Well, she uh, <laughs> yeah, closed well, the, same way, the same way uh, back in the day. But, you know, people have to adapt. I think if you don't adapt, you stay behind and time changes. Mentality has to change, you know, and goes for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know? I did a remote closing on a refinance in the middle of COVID and the lady came to the house. We all wore a mask yeah. and, mm-hmm. and I know a little bit about the, the industry because I'm around it so much, but man, I had her laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. Really? She, was <laughs> yeah. a, she was a pleasure to have at the house during that. Also, we hadn't had any guests in months, so wow, I was just soaking amazing. it up. Hey, <laughs> see somebody there. sit at the table. Let's have a good yeah. time. <laughs> so, so, you know, as, as, Alexander may know that the market has been crazy. So, you know, for us to, to have that as a tool to implement, to be able to create opportunity to bring in more business, it was just great. So I, you know, a lot of people said Kobe was bad, but to us in the industry, it was really good, man. I, I think last year was one of the biggest years I've had and and this year has been good so far. We've seen that a lot though. It's either been really, really bad Mm -hmm. or it's been really, really good. You know, and I must say that you know because I am a small business owner, it does affect you in a way, but it it's just up to you. You know, I mean, like if I had a restaurant, I would have made myself adapt to whatever I had to do to keep selling. Right, I saw and that's a lot what of a lot of people that. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the best part about that was when the some of the restaurants adapted and they did the to go drinks and they would put mm-hmm. together family packs and they would advertise mm-hmm. that. That was the best because I didn't have to think about dinner; everything was there for me, and I got a big like. 40 ounce margarita to go. (laughs) But I mean, that's, that's so smart for them to put that together because there is like a huge markup on that. That became a law pretty much immediately. didn't it? That you could do that. See, that's, that's everyone adapting to what we need. Right. Because we need alcohol. Apparently. Let me ask you guys real quick. How do you guys see about other States adapting to this? Because, you know, obviously Texas, and, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed, blessed to be here and be a part of Texas and have been a part of the Texas uh, residents for over 20 years now, I think. But how do you guys see other states adapting to this? Struggle. Then, you know, Struggle by well. I don't really follow them, but I will say the other states that I know and I have families in, they were more resistant mm-hmm. to change. Right. Uh, more bullheaded about the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my husband's from Mississippi and they are really trying to fight against having the to go alcohol. Um, and, you know, obviously there's 
downsides to everything, right? I mean, there's a lot of people that are excited that we have that, but there's a lot of people where that's going to fuel addiction and maybe send somebody going down the wrong path. But I think that's with everything, right? I mean, there's good and bad with everything, but um, they are really trying to fight hard against that. Um, But they also really fought hard against the mass mandate and everything else. And now there's their numbers are high, high, high. Exactly what I meant. mm -hmm. Now, those family members in those areas are starting to realize, oops, we should have been more cautious. We Mm -hmm. should have adapted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Alexander, what do you think about the adaptation? I think that, number one, I'd like to hear, I would like to go back a little bit with you, um, Roberto, and tell us a little bit about you, when your family, your youth, because, you know, we see you out here working so hard, and you're Latino, which is amazing. I love it. And you have, you're bilingual, and you, you offer those things to your community, which is amazing. Right. And also sponsoring our show, you bring so many new avenues to, to the public. So tell us a little bit about where you grew up, a little bit about your family, because I think that has a lot to do with right. how you run your office, because you run it as a family place. Yeah, that's right. I, I take it that um, you feel every time someone walks in that the home feeling. And I, I try to, you know, strive for that. So, sure. So I, I come from a um, small family. It was, you know, two kids, mom and dad were from Mexico City. Um, my dad's actually born in L.A. And, you know, I can probably give you guys the whole story. Um, On the next So that segment. we can, you know, wrap it up and, and give you guys a little briefing. But I was brought with a lot of values and, and good morals. So that I think that's how I run my office, you know. That's what a title company is all about. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's a Values lot of liability on you guys. Yeah, right. you Ethics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ethics. Yeah. yeah. I remember that's- when I first learned about title business and what they were all about, and I went, oh, no, I wouldn't want that responsibility. <laughs> nope. Mm-hmm. Man, it's, it's tough dealing with people's money. You know? Yeah. I bet. Well, and just and all property. the sensitive information. Yeah. and Core information. Document and tracking exactly. and all that. Yeah. Making sure everything's Ownership. clear. And, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. At the end of the day, we are liable for a lot of a lot of things, and and the job it, itself, it's you know very demanding for that same reason because mm-hmm. there's a lot of responsibility behind it. Yeah, and you guys have insurance you have to yeah. have yeah. in case you mess up and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we do have that. And I I heard about a case earlier uh, in the week that someone um, had to file a claim over in that different title company, and and the client was my friend, so he told me about it. He's like, yeah, they, my client had to do it, man. And I was like, hey. That's what it's for. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not perfect. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not excellent. Well, I, I could mess up sometimes. Yeah. Mistakes are made, and yeah. that's why I it's so mistake. important. Yeah. There you, go. Yeah. you do? <laughs> yeah. I do. Billy mm-hmm. does. <clears throat> I mean, I remember one time I was with the owner on a property, <laughs> and I said, well, I did this because I just wasn't sure. And he goes, I've been doing this for 25 years, and every time I walk out of a house, I always question myself a little bit. Am I doing the right thing? <laughs> is this, is this the, yeah. the right thing to do? So, yeah. But I think that comes down to having that, moral value or that you know uh, the compass the moral compass yeah exactly because then you still are there to judge yourself and say you know hey be critical of yourself exactly yeah i I tell my kids that a lot mm -hmm. like you gotta listen to that little voice inside yeah do you hear the voice do you feel that pit in your stomach where you're like "Mm, this is borderline not I, i don't feel comfortable about this and it's the people that either go back and make the change to make it right Versus the people that can bury that inside. And that's where it gets a little, you know, I think for all of our industries. Exactly. sleep well at night. Exactly. This is Alexandra and Courtney and Billy and Roberto Perez is our, oh, I'm I'm sounding like Courtney Perez. Is (laughs) Perez is here, I guess, (laughs) our our VIP guest today. And Roberto, buenos dias. Como esta? Buenos dias, Alexandra. Buenos dias a todos. You see? Yep. So you know what? We never got to add some information because we we need to get it out there. So Roberto is uh, equity partner with Miller Title. Um, yes. But we are Alexander and Friends, and you can find us on Facebook at Alexander and Friends Six Sixty, and you can listen to all of our previous episodes via any pa- podcast platform. Those are all on our website at alexanderandfriends dot com. And if you'd like to reach out to us, if you are looking to sponsor, be a part of our show, have a great story to tell, you can email us at alexanderandfriends six sixty at gmail dot com. And don't forget a website, alexanderandfriends.com. Yeah, I said it. Which, yep. Oh, you did? I'm she sorry. Did. I'm so I sorry. Sure did. Off the bat. Thank you so much. Miller Title. Is, she rolls it out one. so easily. Yes, she wasn't yeah. even paying attention Rupa. while she was talking. <laughs> she sleeps Rupa. at night. Yeah. So Alexander was saying that we need to bring it on back to the youth 
for you and start from the beginning because this is a great story for yeah. people because you know like we mentioned your job is not an easy job people don't really understand it but it comes with extreme responsibility uh, you have to have the utmost integrity a strong moral compass and, and you're diligence. liable for a lot of things that could potentially impact somebody's financial well-being or their mm-hmm. life forever yeah and so True. um you know tell us a little bit how you how you came to where you are today so, you know, if you guys are listening now and I'm not, if you're not too sure what title insurance is about, if you haven't bought a home yet, this is the policy that you're buying when um, you're purchasing a real estate transaction or handling a real estate transaction. You're guaranteeing that that history of whether a house or building, wherever it is, a piece of land has been clear up to the point that you're buying it. So you have done that research. But what would make and it not clear? Guaranteed. Like, what are some things that could attach to that? Um, you know, there's there's always different things. Uh, the most common one is like back taxes or example, maybe an unreleased lien that's there that maybe back in the day, you know, you owe someone money and they filed a lien on it and you paid them off. But they never really went through and filed the documentation to say that that, that has been removed from that, or like a mechanics or contractor's lien of some sure, sort. Sure, yeah. If, even that with builders nowadays with a lot of the uh, new homes happening right now, it could be possible that later down the road there's something that comes up and maybe that builder didn't pay the the painter or, you know, the uh, framer guy or mm-hmm. Or you put whatever. a pool in or something and they're just, their contractors yeah, are ticked you know, off that's that some, they didn't uh, get paid. a common one, yeah. That's a, the pool ones are common because they'll, they'll file the lien on your house while they're working on the pool and they're supposed to take it out when they're finished. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes they don't and that could be possible claims. Right. So you it know? could be oversight or just irresponsibility yeah. completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both. It yeah. could be both. Now, so when you... As a lender, when you lend someone money, you have that lien on the house, but it's your responsibility to to release that lien when you're paid. And a lot of the lenders, when they're private, when they're small, when they're, you know, something like that, it doesn't, they don't do that. Someone like Wells Fargo, they'll do it because that there's a huge corporation and they'll have it already down in the system. Flow. In the, yeah, in yeah. the process. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. You know, so that could be something. Now, for us as, uh, you know, a Hispanic community, they deal a lot with, hey, uh, Billy, let me just, you know, sell you this house and, mm-hmm. you know, and write it down right here. And it's cool. That's right? how I would love to do it. <laughs> but there's a huge risk. And yeah, that's why people call you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you want to make sure that what you're buying is, is clean. Right. So that's where I come in. I do the search. I pull in the records. I make sure that their taxes are paid. You know, I make sure that. Billy owns this this piece of land that he's trying to sell me, right? Free and clear. Free and Can clear. Can child yeah. support mm-hmm. liens attached to a a real property or? Yeah, you know, actually that that law just that. changed for us as title insurance, or um because you know now we earn the Labor Day weekend and new laws are into effect, so now that little change just came in and it it can attach, but now if it's your homestead, you are not entitled to actually address it. Where before, even if it was your homestead, it wasn't your homestead, I had to have something from that attorney's general's office to clear that lien. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Well, that, I, I mean, I guess that that's, problem. well, and I, I think that's good. <laughs> that's for, good, man. That's, it's good for the somebody that's in arrears with child support, I guess, right? I mean, that. Yeah. Would, so let's say, let's say, Courtney, you, um, you know, you have a stepson, you know, and, and you guys are now married and doing your thing and you live in this house and stepson doesn't live with you right uh lives with his mom and this is something that the guy had your husband now had with you know a separate relationship and also this back child support right and it so happens that they follow in the house that you're trying to sell and it comes up and i see it and i'm like hey Courtney, your husband has this child support he owes this much and because now the homestead law protects you uh, I don't have to have anything uh, to collect from you. I just, there's some paperwork you got to fill out, some affidavits, and I don't have to call the attorney's office and say, oh, he's selling his house now. Yeah. You know, let's collect this so money. So they're not and, entitled yeah. to the money so at that point. So they don't have to pay the lien That's off. crazy, which I guess is a good thing for them. Mm-hmm. But so it, when I handle claims, when we would have child support uh, liens come through, because if you're in an accident and you're injured, the attorney general's office is entitled to your settlement that you receive 
from the insurance companies. And they can also go after if you own your vehicle outright and you receive any type of uh, salvage or something. Yeah, for that. Mm -hmm. They were entitled to that along with your missed wages. The only thing they couldn't touch was your medical bills. So a lot of times, um, you know, they'll see the social pop up in the system and they'll get wind of the lien and they'll contact us. So that was also another benefit when we were trying to settle maybe some of these soft tissue injury claims where somebody thought maybe, yeah, I'm going to get paid, you know, and it was just something, it was a little fender bender. Um, You know, that was something that I would leverage all day long. Hey, do you have any outstanding child support liens? Because they will come after this money. So it's either we go ahead and we sign off on this now or you wait and you get nothing in a week once they catch wind of it. I have no idea about it. I don't know. Now with the laws, I I probably need to look that up to see if that's something new. And and again, I'm not an attorney. I'm not trying to give anyone legal advice, but it seems like they're being more more lenient towards your homestead property now because, you know, of course, that's probably the only thing that most people have as far as assets, you know? Yeah. I, I half agree with that though, titles. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, yeah. but what if your baby mama, or if it's a different situation where the mama is the child support and you've got a home and you're able to maintain whatever your new life is like, that's probably going to tick off a lot of baby mamas that are owed money. And yeah. this is a way for them to get, especially in this market. So now you can't go after that money if you're trying to sell your house when it's super inflated in our area, you know, so now you're probably making, making more money. money. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, that's, and it doesn't mean that, that they're, they're done with it. Too. It doesn't mean that they don't have bills. to pay it. It's just other yeah. ways that they're going to go after you. Right. To get, right. You know. And the most important is it has to be the homestead. So not just living there, you have to file the homestead. It has to be, homestead. Has to be yeah, the homestead. Definitely has to be your homestead. So, yeah. so now what I'm thinking is maybe what they're going to do is go after your income tax money and stuff like that. You know, or your COVID money, your stimulus money. Like that. COVID yeah, money. that's what I've heard of in the past. They they take it out of your tax return. So. Yeah. Why? So, so Roberto, but, real yeah. quick question. So when you when you decided to go into um, real in real estate or or, or title, mm-hmm. what made you go into that? So the story goes um, back in 2002, 2001, I was, you know, I, I had a kid at 17, mind you. My first son was at 17 years old. So I did high school and work program. I finished high school early and started working right away. And so there, I was working at this company where we used to program the ATM machines and all the little, you know, point of sale machines. Um, it was a call center. I would just do it over phone, you know. Things like that. It was super easy. I was always computer savvy. My my dad, you know, he was kind of IT. And and this whole time in my life, I grew up with this big floppy disk and big old computer <laughs> oh, yeah. CPUs. And, you Same. Know. <laughs> so I I always was kind of computer savvy. So I, that came to me really nice. And, and it, I adapted to the job really well. I moved up into management and I was like 18 years old, something like that. And uh, then the company broke and like, they just laid me off and I was like, crap, you know? <laughs> so I'm sitting there thinking like, what am I going to do? And all of a sudden my girlfriend or my baby's mom at the time, my girlfriend, her mom was an escrow officer at a, a lawyer's title, American, American title back in 2000 and something. So then she brings me in and she's like, Hey, just come in answer the phones until you find something. You know, she knew we had, a, you know, we had a kid. We're trying to, you know, feed our kid or whatever. And my girlfriend at the time, she was still in school. So she had to go to school and all that pay babysitter and all that so she's like just come in and i came in and i've always been really you know good with people and i've always had that you know sense of like telling people or guide people you know so it just came natural like people i was up front people come in I'm like, oh yeah come in you know sit down and you want some coffee whatever and it just natural flow so then i started they started seeing me and they were like hey can you do this and i was like okay so i just kind of came into it the you know, long story short, that office opened another office with someone else. And then they sent me to work in that office. Um, years later, that escrow officer that was there, she, you know, didn't care about her job, I guess. And she got drunk one day and never came back. <laughs> so I had to step in. They threw me in there and they're like, hey, you're up. And I was like, OK. So long story short, I kind of just stumbled into this job, really. Now, she stumbled out and you stumbled in. Yeah, then I broke up with my girlfriend and blah, blah, you know, long story. And then I decided into in- entrepreneurship about six years ago. I was always working for a, you know, big company and always working involved with, you know, big real estate people. Um, I decided that it was time. You know, I just like, hey, I'm just going to venture out there. One day I was working with a title company 
they didn't like the fact that my people were coming in with like dirty boots and dirty pants and you know after a day of work and trying to get their house sold or bought or whatever and they just kind of looked at me and kind of told me and you know quote unquote unquote they're like you don't fit our profile and i was like whatever so they wrote my last check wow. and you know i was like you know i i still have the check it was a 300 check because it was like my last week or whatever i hung it up on my wall and i was like Man, this is the last time i'm gonna get a check from somebody like i'm never gonna work for somebody again so then i just like you know and it, you know I, I i'm a big manifest you know uh guy where i can tell you that i manifested a lot of the things that i have right now and i have a vision for a lot of things that are going to happen in the future and i think we are we create our own destiny mm-hmm. you know so oh yeah if you don't see it now let me tell you this a lot of people are like no well i've been you know trying to get my dream done blah blah, blah. it it comes down to you being on your back and having to like fight mm-hmm. yeah to get off your back and like you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. because until that happened to me i decided to like do it Right. And it took everything for me not to be on my back again, you know? I can't believe they said that to you. I remember the first house I bought, I walked into the title company, dirty pants, work boots. Yeah, but look at you, dude. You're, well, now, you know, but this, you know <laughs> white, blue eyes. Well, you know? 15, 15, 20 years ago, it was, you know, I was working hard. I was out there. There's people dirty. out there that yeah. just close minded, man. I mean, I remember going into a closing at like 23 years old. And this big doctor guy walked in. He's like, You're going to do my closing? I was like, yeah, I'm going to do your closing. Oh, uh, no, we're going to have to get someone else. Wow. That's crazy. Well, yeah. Whoa, wow. wow. Well, th- this this is a problem. People are just very small visioned and they don't care. They they think that, and, and you know, one thing I'm going to say to you, yes, you're right. There's this title companies that are so elegant and so pristine. And so they walk in. I, I love the fact that you are a homely your people coming in any I brought. Did you say homely? From, homely. <laughs> homey. Oh, did you mean homey? <laughs> no, homely. I don't. Is that word? I think homely means. Is it homely? Basic. They're, they're, they're just Un- regular. Un- yeah. Substandard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> what did what did the producer say? We need we need a thesaurus check, please. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Well, well, when I talk, when I say is all walks of life walk yes. into that office, right. all yeah. walks of life, and you feel good, you feel comfortable, and you feel at home, and and that's my position, yeah. and I think it's the greatest, the greatest place that I've ever closed. I mean, at. I I think for the most part, we all have to be. Open-minded, because Open-minded. we're in the U.S., dude. I mean, there's people from all over the world mm-hmm. here. Like, I've never seen people anywhere in the world that has people from other parts of the world. Like, the U.S. is great, man. I just love you being here. Oh, yeah. I do, too. And, and you know, I, I think for the most part, we just got to stay like that, with that dream. With the with dream that and the yeah. desire. Well, when we come back, you're going to tell us what you're going to do when you grow up and what are your plans and what's the future. <laughs> We're sitting here with the owner of Miller Title, or sorry, what was that? Equity, uh, equity partner, partner he says. Miller Title, Roberto Perez. <laughs> oh, my yes. God. He's also our show sponsor and our boss, and he's here today to make sure that we're I have staying in line and everyone's I have to, guys. doing what we're supposed to be can doing. Can I get a check so I can it's, hang it on the wall? It's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's been a year, you know, since we uh, I know. started the show. Yes, yeah. And year. that's something where we have all of our previous episodes loaded on our website at alexanderandfriends.com and you can see a little blurb of what each episode is about and then you can go ahead and pull those podcasts and listen to all of our great stories with all the people that we have um, invited to be on our show and if you go to 660 the answer we have made it to the very top Woo! wow so what does that mean alexander that means that if you go to 660 a.m the radio station you'll see mark davis you'll see alexander and friends you see larry elder we made it to that little. So we're in the number two spot. It's probably just alphabetical or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, we are. Mark Davis comes out Alexander. Alexander. Billy called me yesterday and said our show is doing fabulous. Did he come and see you, really? by the way? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So who wants to check? I'm writing checks today. Who's going to write checks? Roberto, you go back. You're going to come back and tell us what you're going to be doing in the future. What is your dream? So what are, yes. what are, how many things you're going to be accomplishing? Real good. Real good. So. In the future, I foresee us having lunch after the show. <laughs> well, it's nighttime, so I don't know if that's going to work. I know. So, you know, guys, I have a lot of plans right now um, for the company itself. Um, you know, we added 
um, a Houston branch, which it's kind of remote in a room. Uh, I guess that, how do you say that? Like a remote office? Like a satellite right? like office. A satellite. 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 That's right. Not a franchise. but I mean, it is, but it, there's, it's not fully staffed. Okay. So it's only used whenever there's appointments and stuff like that, you know. Uh, we're growing. So basically, my goal to um, the company is in the next five years, I'm I'm trying to just, you know, be a whole nice bubble of family-owned title company, right? You know, I, I realized earlier that um, there's a lot of new businesses that are being opened or are trying to open. So many new businesses. But, but you know what, Courtney? Why? I'm like, okay, so my thought is this. I know there's a lot of title companies out there right now, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I've had, um, you know, a good run over the years, and I think I've kind of established a good setup or program or, uh, you know, way to Your do way the business, right? Yeah. So so my thought is, like, why trying to open new businesses? Why not trying to get a business that's failing and, and help it? Like, bring something to the table for that business, right? Very well, good idea. And I think good a lot idea. of times, like you had said before, is that COVID kind of let people reinvent themselves or maybe facilitate a new business idea. And there was some crazy statistics that a tax friend had thrown out there that he's this year has been uh, a year where so many new businesses and LLCs yeah. and S corps and things like that have been filed, um, which again, it goes back to a lot of people did really well during COVID and exactly. a lot of people yeah. lost their shirts. That's during COVID want to and, and more. And so that market share, exactly. which was the real estate market yeah. for the oh, last yeah, yeah, yeah. two years. Pretty yeah. Much. Or it's something yeah. in medical yes. or, or something, something uh, it computer yes. stuff yes. yeah communication private things schools. like that yeah. private yeah. schools let's, yeah. let's give a shout out for the sign makers and the plexiglass manufacturers exactly oh, oh, God, yes. absolutely signs and stickers everywhere yeah. <laughs> yes 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 yeah so so my idea was that to to go to this to these offices that are struggling maybe someone like me that's starting someone that wants to start someone that wants to you know maybe take care of their clients in a higher uh level of you know customer service um, and, and of course, sharpen up our skills, sharpen up our, you know, marketing, uh, department and, and also, that? you know, trying to bring more of the, uh, rewards to our clients, right. To the people that are bringing in business. That's a great idea. So That's you're one. kind of, what's that TV show where they do like bar makeover or something where they come in and they're like, this oh, yeah. place is awful yeah, and oh, they go. revamp yeah. everything. So you're like the title the makeover. Right now, that would be awesome. Like that. Title makeover. Mm -hmm. yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I love that. Because in reality, you know, I was thinking about it and I'm like, yeah, I want to open a new business. Yeah, I want to open this. But it's like, why, man? Yeah. You know, like, Stick you know, with what you're doing. The well. infrastructure is there and just to improve on it. And it may be something so simple where you're able to provide your expertise and exactly. that's all they need to exactly. turn their business into a success. And it's so. hospitality. I mean, from what I'm getting is people come to your office, they're going to get an at-home feeling. Regardless of stereotypes or other right. situations, right. you're going to walk in and meet Roberto and go, man, I like this yep. guy. I want to come here. I want to do this business right here. He's like the exactly. Miss Nan of title. Yeah. I've been sending a friend, right, Alexander? Oh, he's, he's the friend person now. I want you to come oh, really? and see my face yes, right yes, away. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes. So you still do that job. Yes. But you have he's, a bigger role anyway. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, I, I, I'm thinking like, hey. If if we can help, I don't want anything from them right away. Like I'm, I'm not trying to ask them to put in money in the business. I'm not trying to ask them like, you know, have my name for ten thousand dollars or whatever. No, I'm not. Do I don't want you. that. I, I I really want them to have the opportunity to to build a, a good business, a good solid title company, have all the tools that they want. And I'm looking for the equity, man. I just want equity on all this, you know. And I want to be able to have equity in all these offices. Okay, down the road. That is that's that's, amazing. That's that is so good. So, what are what are your plans right now for the next six to twelve months? What what are you planning on doing to do to be able <clears> to get to that level that you want to be at? Yeah, you know, it all goes it all goes down to the five people that are around you. I think that I need to find me people that are higher up there in that position, and just rub elbows with them. You know, so I think for the most part, people will give you a chance. You know, I think if you are with someone that maybe has the capability or, you know, the funding, but doesn't have maybe the energy or the, you know, the will or dream per se, I think you can bring up that idea to them and, and they'll be able to, hey, okay, let's do it, you know. And Are you talking about the title, like the title business? Yeah, I mean, in anything in overall, in anything. but yeah, of course, title. So 
bring like sharpen up our office, you know, bring in, um, cause we have actually started doing that. I've, I've had the same furniture, I think for like the five last five years. So I, I upped it up. I, you know, did some remodeling. Um, you know, I, you upgraded the, the office, staff, a little bit. you know, yeah. <clears throat> things like that. So, excuse me. So overall, I think it's just a matter of, you know, it's my passion. I don't see myself doing anything else, but I have to get myself out there with people that are doing higher things than me and just kind of get in there, mm-hmm. rub elbows and, you know, see what's out there. To, you want to, them to soak you up. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think, Roberto, in. this show yeah. has really brought you to very many, many areas of the business because you are getting well known. I think the Chamber of Commerce in uh, Farmers Branch has been asking when when will you come right. and come to those are the networking areas the Rotary yeah. uh, you've had we've had some guests that that I think would be very beneficial for you to continue visiting with yeah you know I, I read Dallas has like one of the most uh, millionaire populations Prominent. like in the in the nation man it's like yeah it's got a whole bunch of people with money in this in this mm-hmm. in this town so. So tell me, what do you think? Are you preparing a different, are you adding another office besides the one in Houston or are you just going to stay with So one? personally, I want to keep the ones I have right now. Just make sure they run sharp and, you know, attend to them, whatever they need. The traveling part is, is, is kind of killing me, man. Going to DeSoto, Fort Worth to yeah. you know, Houston. So you have an office in DeSoto also? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. DeSoto. And that's and you have one in Garland too, right? In Garland, yeah. Well, you didn't happen to find the... a credit card in Desoto last Saturday night. Did you? <laughs> did you lose your credit card? Somebody used it at Desoto gas station last really? weekend. Really? Yeah, like do you pull on the thing to make sure that there's no I swipe do. or no swiping? Yeah. Can, can anyway, I just tell you? Topic. Can I tell you <laughs> a gas station uh, story while we're on yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this is kind of a a funny to me. I thought it was going to be funnier than it was, but um, last week my husband texted me and said, um. I, I just did the most embarrassing thing ever. And I said, oh, what was it? He goes, again? Yeah. I said, oh, what now? Guys. And, um, and he said, I drove off with the gas pump oh. nozzle still in my truck. Oh, yeah. that's the most embarrassing like, thing ever. Yeah. I was like, um, well, are you okay? Is the truck okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I said, well, then I start laughing. I said, so you had to do the walk of shame back into the thing, you know, holding the gas nozzle. Yeah. He was like, that was the most embarrassing part. I said, yeah. oh, what? What gas station was it? Where was it? He said it was such and such in Plano. Well, I happened to be in that neck of the woods. So I went by there and me and Jerry at the racetrack at Park and Alma are now BFMs, BFS, <laughs> because we sat there and we combed through the footage of that morning no so way. I could find Wonderful. the video wow. of my husband and it was the funniest thing. So I had this whole big thing where he had already done damage control and post on his Facebook. And I didn't realize so many people drive off with the gas nozzle still yeah, in their car. Yeah. It wasn't as funny because so many people do it. So anyways, I, I took the video and, and Jerry's sweet. He's like, I'm a baker. Let's screenshot this and we'll put this on his cake and everything. Like he was just all about it. So I want to um, see it. I'll show it to you in a little Please. bit. Oh, you'll have to put it. We'll have to post it. Put it on the it Facebook. On oh, so my gosh. Yeah. He was you know, dying. Absolutely. About three weeks ago, my wife was at a gas station, and that little disconnect part where yeah, it's supposed to come. Yeah, it just snaps right off. It just, it just blew up. And Seriously? blew gas all over her wow. inside the car, everything. So, yeah. I don't understand why there isn't with all this technology, oh the God. auto shut off. It's where supposed it just, to have like a flow check valve on that when it. When it yeah. comes apart, it's supposed to stop the flow. Some of them don't yeah. do that, Apparently. but I mean, they still snap. But yes, they still. Where's the regulation gas? for gas pump maintenance? Right, you know, you got to hit the button. If that ever happens, you got to hit the button. That's right. The I think auto that's shut a, off. That's a that's a great topic because a lot, a lot, it happens a lot, man. Like I've there's seen, a lot of gas stations I just straight up avoid. You know, you they look, you pull they up, you so like, I'm right not right. pumping fuel here. I pull into another one, so. Anyway, off topic. Sorry about that. Anyways, no, that's very good. That was, was I think this is good. I funny. think we need to post that on 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 our Alexander and Prince. Yes, and so I I think too for our last segment. You know, this week has been kind of instrumental in Texas law because all of the new uh, yes. HB House bill laws have been passed, and mm-hmm. I think those are some things that I'd like to touch upon and see what you guys thoughts are on them. A um, couple of things that come to top of my head are the constitutional carry. Um, Absolutely. I don't know if you guys are all have your like LTC. I heard about it. Yeah. Um, but I, I have mine and oh, yeah. I have mine. And but you don't even have to. You don't even have now, to have right? one. Yeah. That's, no, that was the whole constitutional the law, yeah. carry. And yes. we're now one of 20 states that, um, you know, has that. And obviously there's two sides to that. Right. People are going to have their opinions right. on it. So I like to talk about that. And Roberto, can I close our segment with you? 
on what your plans are for the next uh, for the next six months or so. Great. So we're going to, you know, try to keep our name out there, trying to get our Google reviews up. So if you're close with me and you're listening to this, please give me a Google review. Cause, uh, really Where do they it. find you on Google? <laughs> uh, Miller Title TX, Miller Title Dallas, Miller Title Texas, you know. Okay. Um, normally, so if you research or Google Miller Title, my Dallas office will come up. Uh, but I am the Dallas office. That's where you can review. Uh, in the future, we plan to grow with a couple more offices and maybe uh, extend to or extend ourselves to a you know a more private deal or a personal company. So we're we'll looking see. forward to you it. Know, well, it's always good to have everything in house, but. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to pay a cost to do business too. So well, right now it's, it's good. Well, it's we wish you the best of luck. And yes. I think we'll probably have you back in another six months to go ahead and <laughs> to talk about fill us in on all the updates and what you've manifested over the again, last. Courtney. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and the adventures, because when you grow up, you want to do all these wonderful things. Right, Roberto? Yeah. So if you're listening, I, you know, I have a good way to get you guys rewarded if you're an agent or a lender. And you want to start doing business with us. It's uh, more of a worse for your client because some of the laws, uh, you know, don't allow me to compensate the lenders or agents directly. But, hey, there's ways to give, you know, incentives to your clients for for using Miller Title. So think about that. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about all the wonderful things that are happening September 1st. Courtney, you got some Yeah, so the big thing for me was the constitutional carry that passed this past week. And pretty much that means that if you are a gun owner, you can legally carry your pistol, your firearm, without having having a license to carry. (laughs) Um, Which, you know, there's a lot of people that say, oh, that means everybody is just going to go out and have guns. They're going to be waving their guns around. Well, I mean, a criminal is a criminal, right? They Before this law, before Union LTC, they still had their guns. So let's just remove that part. Um, but I do think that the training is still imperative. Um, if you if you feel you're a responsible citizen and you're in a position where you're comfortable carrying a gun, the question needs to be, you hope you never have to use it. But if you do, are you properly trained so you don't cause any uh, any other collateral damage besides the risk that you're trying to uh, essentially eliminate, eliminate at that time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is something I'm looking into for the insurance, but there are um, policies out there to protect you as a as a firearm carrier, carrier. Um, in the event something happens. Because if you do take action upon somebody, that becomes a risk to you, right? Somebody can come back and pursue you if you... Um, you know, maybe mm-hmm. kill or right. their family member or their husband or their daughter or whoever it may be. Um, and so those are some things to also take into consideration if you're willing to assume that risk of, of carrying. And I highly recommend that you go at least once a month or every week if you mm-hmm. can to the shooting range. I go to Eagle uh, over in uh, Farmer's in Range. Yeah. And I think you do too, Robert. Yeah, that's right? where I go too. I think it's important. You you learned how to use You're your correctly. gun. I mean, I see people, when we go to the gun range, I look over and I'm scared because I don't know what they're doing or how they're holding that pistol, right, but the pistol, it's right. very, uh, it's scary to me. So I think that somebody it's, that it's very is trained to yes, be able to yes. train you. And I would say, um, you know, let let the guy that's in there guide you. Right. Because a lot of people are like, oh, no, I got this one. I'm like, going to go like whip it all out. Yeah, and, like for guys, dude, they yeah. go in there acting like they're, Man, let let the guy there that's, you know, he's there to help you. Right. You know, use him wisely. There is a certain way to hold a pistol. Absolutely. And it's, and it's not just the way that I see everybody it's holding not it. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's not to the side with the. Yeah, so well. that's that was one of the laws. Um, I like the idea of the insurance. I think that's that very way, important though. to talk yeah. about. <laughs> right. Because I, I got mine through Eagle, um, Eagle Range, but I didn't realize that you carried a, that particular type of insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's and, and that's something I'm looking into. I've seen it come out where a couple of our carriers are offering it. I don't even know what the parameters are. Some of that stuff makes me nervous. Um, and it's business. It, it's a hundred percent business, but it's also something where that I become the person that assumes some sort of risk in in. I need to know more about it to be able right, to write right, something right, because right. you don't. You, you don't know someone's background. You don't know what they do. I can't find that out. And so do I want to go ahead and try to place insurance well, with somebody not knowing? You just brought a subject mm-hmm. because you have to go through. I mean, when you go get your, your gun license, 
you're going through a complete. But now you don't need to. That's the thing. That's, that's, the new that's, that's the new law. You so don't need to you, have it. If you don't have a felony or if you right. haven't been convicted. Right. You can go ahead and get your You can get carry. Your you just carry. No yeah. You know, no, I'm talking about when you buy your gun. Because that was then, though. You can buy a gun right. now, now and you don't can have buy, to have oh, yeah, well, yeah. that's that, true, because I have several. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so um, that's one thing. You know what? I, I was walking at North Park the other day, and I saw this guy just, like, with this gun. Like, Open carry. Like, yeah, dude. I was yeah. like, okay, dude. Okay, that's fine. You can do that. But I always I kind of show? prefer the concealed method the, show? the most, but I don't really care either way. Um, Why not, Billy? I don't know. I mean, not. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of people actually respect weapons and there's really yeah. no reason to fear them. Um, it's just in the wrong hands you can, but we can't prevent that. Right. You right. can't prevent you guns can't from prevent getting in the wrong hands. Criminals are criminals. So when and I see a guy strutting it. around Kroger with a gun on his yeah. hip, I'm like, well, you know, at least I know he'll step up if I need him to. You hope. <laughs> I hope. You hope. Um, uh, some of the other laws that were yeah. passed, it or looks like. Or be prevented like... from something happen just by seeing it in right. the open. You know, well, I'm not going to mess with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So some of the other ones were online tracking system for mail-in ballots. Um, Mm -hmm. This is going to be run by the Texas Secretary of State. Um, Banning unnecessary police chokeholds. So Mm. as a police officer, I'm sure that probably impacts you. But, you know, we've seen this time and time again with lots of... uh, And chokehold is a big part of their training, I believe. Well, it it was. And I think that with the whole... Now we we, need to get rid of the cops. Minnesota and all of that. So... Um, body cameras required by police officers. It needs to be on for the entire yes. active investigation. Wow. And we need this, that. Yeah. We need that. We need, we need that. that. Transparency, right? Um, let's see here. This is interesting. So if you drive for Uber, Lyft, or a delivery truck, um, the, a lot of people don't understand this. If you are using your personal vehicle and you're doing that, people think, oh, yeah, I'm covered by Uber and Lyft. You are only covered for the liability portion when you are actively in a delivery or if you've picked somebody up and they're in your car. If not, your vehicle is not covered. And people don't understand. There is a special endorsement really? that wow. has to be added to your policy. Not every insurance company will write it. Um, so that's something if you do that for side money, you probably need to check on that because your insurance company could deny the claim for your car. If you total that car, you're SOL, right? And if so you total now it because you're not driving Uber but you're trying to claim it as an Uber or what if you're in the act of delivering a person in, in your personal car. Yeah. Or if you're on the way to go get them, you don't have somebody in your car, your insurance company can deny it for the damage to your vehicle because you don't have that special it's called a TNC the endorsement. endorsement. Right. endorsement. Yeah. Because it's wow. your business. The whole part ease. about this now with the liability mm-hmm. in the new House Bill nineteen that passed is that you you driving for these companies, you have to be found liable in court for causing a car crash resulting in injury or death before a case can be brought against the employer. So that just protects them from being brought in for suit. Getting sued for you not driving correctly or whatever. Mm-hmm. or something. I mean, or just an or accident that you're yeah. found negligent for. Um, <clears throat> this is this is one that kind of got me a little fired up the other day. Professional sports teams with state funding are required to play the national anthem before games. I'm going to tell you a quick story. So we're at my um, my daughter's high school. We're supporting another team there. Um, it's in between a JV and varsity game. I'm sitting next to another mom. She is white. She's married to a black man. Her kids are uh, biracial. She's there with one of her daughters, and the other daughter is there about to play in the game. National Anthem plays. Most of the kids that are on my daughter's team and part of that, her basketball organization stand, but three of them do not. <laughs> so that I'm looking. Now, I'm fine if you want to act in protest, but if you're sitting there being disrespectful, giggling, laughing, trying to shield yourself from the coach, that's going right. to set me off. And I lost my mind, right? The mother next to me says, I just want to let you know that my husband does not stand for the national anthem. And I said, thank you for telling me. I would love to have a conversation with him for him to explain to me why mm-hmm. he doesn't why he doesn't do that. I said, mm-hmm. I've been around your husband. I know he's not disrespectful and giggling and laughing during a time we're trying to pay tribute to what I feel mm-hmm. is our flag and our country mm-hmm. and our fallen service right. members. So he's going to call me and we're going to have a conversation about it Excellent. because I'm always can we open. invite him to the can we go invite him? He to would be a great he I would be a great, that would be a great and you know what's interesting is that Blame he's the been allegiance. He's been a, a juvenile probation officer for over 20 years, him. and he is a very calm, rational person, and he's married, obviously, to a white woman that brings in a whole other set of... That's good. So anyway, we love conversations. I would love to be able to have that conversation. That's a and I'm what I uh, yeah. topic too, you know. Yeah, they would be and good. And what I would hope is that maybe he could mentor these young people 
into understanding that it's okay to be in protest, but we are not going to be disrespectful to those. And that's, I told my daughter, I said, that's not going to be okay. And you need to make sure that you convey that to your team members. Well, you know, I've traveled around the world several times and every country you go to, the disrespect for a flag never happened. Mexico, you don't disrespect no, the flags. Lots of countries in, wouldn't in, talk in about any, that. Because country, they don't have the freedoms your, that we do. To that's do right. That. We don't have the freedoms. Exactly. You go to anywhere in the world. Exactly. Um, Russia, you try and do that. I mean, you, you try to disrespect the government. What happens here, we are so free. Sometimes our parents and our siblings do not know that there are, there are certain things that there is to be respected. Your country, this country is the greatest country in the whole world has everything available for you, whether if you don't want to stand up, that's fine. Do it on your own. But we have got to respect our men and women who have fought for all this that we have today. And and our national anthem is what it is. It's part of it. Right, Billy? Yeah. I mean, you have the freedom to sit it out. That's that's actually the beautiful part that's of our country. That's the beautiful part. Or, or they lay can down do that. on the ground or whatever. And just like everything else, we can be ashamed of them doing that. But we have the right to be ashamed of that. And uh, I don't do that. I'm I hope grateful not. to be here. I'm grateful to be in Texas. You know, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm never leaving this state. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, we got uh, the, our show tonight is, of course, Labor Day weekend. So I'm Yay. sure a lot of you will be going out and having a good time. But I also want you to remember September 11th. It is the most difficult time, the most difficult day of our lives to for all of us. So don't forget to uh, take a little bit of time and remember all those people that we're here and they're no longer here because of some crazy people that decide to take our their um, their hate against somebody. Mm-hmm. And we're probably we're going to we're going to be recording on the 11th. Absolutely. Yeah, um, well, we've got a wonderful yes. uh, young man that served in Afghanistan. Excellent. Who will awesome. be coming in. And Roberto, I hope that you can come and, and visit with him mm-hmm. a little bit. OK. If you have time. So um, also, don't forget, September 17th is the federal holiday commemorates the U.S. signing of the U.S. Constitution on September 17th, 1787. Ah, And on Monday, because I'm Jewish, I'm going to talk about it. Happy New Year is the first day of Rosh Hashanah. So um, Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah and the 16th, 15th and 16th will be Yom Kippur, which is the most holy holiday for us, uh, is a day of atonement when we tell people much we dislike them but we we want you to uh, apologize for me, my not liking you at all but so those are the big holidays for for uh for september of holidays i read something random oh we're out never mind well you're listening to alexander and friends we thank you so much for being here tonight please check out our facebook alexander and friends 660 our website alexanderandfriends.com thank you to roberto perez for being here tonight sponsor of our show with miller title y'all have a great week thank you You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.